right, ready for mic check? Yep. Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the newest and uh, most improved version of Roll and Move yet. I am uh, pleased to be here to take the the permanent lead in most first appearances. Best. Most most appearances, first best, most appearances on Roll and Move. Garrett Lively, and without us today, one Thomas Youngerberg. Um, a little bit of foreshadowing on, on the last episode. For the first time, rolling solo with me is... Uh, Jeff Lee, aerospace extraordinaire. Yeah, and I, and I and I think it's important to note that uh, Jeff and I are the only two members of Roll and Move with aerospace degrees. So I think it's uh, it's a little fitting that we tackled this today. We uh, we didn't want anybody dragging us down. Uh, uh, rocket didn't... scientists only, please. <laughs> didn't Sorry, didn't Tom. want anybody uh, you know tainting us. We we're on a uh, we are on a super secret mission, flying up sent the by Mr. Musk himself. <laughs> Musk sent us up. I think Zuckerberg was there too. I'm it was just it was just honestly us billionaires. That was it. Just us billionaires up there. We Thomas wasn't invited. He 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 didn't get the evite on um Google Plus. Know, what on Google Plus, what us what us billionaires use. But yeah, yeah. So we, we had the pleasure of playing this game without Thomas. He's got something special coming up, he says. So welcome to the Internet's only podcast certified that uh talks about really bad board games and breaks them down for your listening pleasure over the ear holes of uh, the internet and and podcasting technology. Today, we have the pleasure of jumping into a ripoff of the likes of Space Team. Space Alert. Lovers in a space-time continuum or something. Lovers like that. in a and dangerous space-time. That's, that's the one I'm referring to. The Space Team phone app. <laughs> the space team phone app is is that is that is the space team phone app um it's literally the, the same game? thing as the board game yeah like, which came first uh I, actually i don't know i feel like that i played the app before i got the card game um, yeah i did too but yeah but it's it's pretty much the same thing but there's a lot more randomness with the phone app and but i do like that they made it in card game form so yeah yeah, so so what what I found was an, an apparent ripoff, and it and it looked like a ripoff, but it maybe aimed more towards children. When I found it at Half Price Books, it was put out by by Smart Lab, and this game is called Oh, the Smart Lab, the Smart Lab. You oh, may not yeah. be familiar with it. I, I was Thomas isn't. Yeah, unfortunately. But we have today Mission Critical Mars, and this is a very very obscure game. And in fact, when I was when I was looking through. All my, you know, pre pre show looking through reviews. Basically, every review that somebody wrote was like, "Man, this was such an obscure game." Um, it, it it reminded me of when we played Buck Quest and we couldn't find any information whatsoever on it on the internet, and and so like we were the first ones to talk about it and and put a rating on Board Game Geek. Um, similar with the Goodbye Game, although I don't think we, <laughs> I don't think we made an entry for that, but. But I, you know, I was finding the reviews of the people that found this in the bargain bin at at Barnes and Nobles. Is it Bar- Barnes and Noble? Is it plural? I don't know. I don't know. Barnes and Nobles. Barnes and Nobles. Yeah. Barn and the Nobles. Bar- the Nobles and the Barnes, as it were. Anyone that found this game was like, man, I'm, I'm, I've never heard anything about this, and that, that was kind of my view on it. So I was very interested to see what I was cracking open here. 
it looks like something you'd find at maybe the Scholastic Book Fair, <laughs> like sitting next to to the uh, Captain Underpants novel, or I don't, I don't know. What'd you What'd you get at the Scholastic Book Fair? I always got Captain Underpants, but I always got <clears throat> I always got joke books, <laughs> <laughs> like like the comedy joke books. Uh, actually, the coolest thing I ever got at the Scholastic Book Fair was. Uh, do you remember? They had this like DIY like circuit kit, and it would just tell you like if you want to make an alarm, connect these two resistors mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it was like super cool. That was like the coolest Dang. thing I ever gotten. Yeah, no, so um, so you're then, the kid I was jealous of because I can only afford the uh, bookmarks. So yeah, no, just the bookmarks. <laughs> the bookmarks were expensive, man. <laughs> Fifteen cents. I just I just skipped milk that day. <laughs> no ice cream for yeah. a week. <laughs> This game, I mean, look at this, Jeff. This this looks like a Scholastic Book Fair entry. It does. It looks pretty cool. Like if I if eight year old me would have been all over. Like yeah. it's got some pretty cool yeah. art. And I, I think if I'd never been exposed to board games, I would have had a great time with this. But unfortunately for them, um, I you've kind of been I, exposed I, I to some board games. Quite a few. One of my favorite quotes on the front of this box. We'll have to get a picture of this on the website. Is it just says in quotes? You see this right here? It just says warning. that's pretty that's pretty Uh, spot on man like it we got a lot of those yeah oh man you better you i don't know what you should watch out for but you uh you should watch out it's coming (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like i said this was put out by smart lab and apparently there's like no trace of this whatsoever on the internet anymore and i was kind of talking about the board game geek entries earlier but like they've deleted this from their database um i know you were trying to find it on their website yeah 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 we were looking for instructions and apparently because in the instruction manual it said there was like a video that you can watch so we went to the url and the url got redirected so it means like somebody had i guess purchased the domain name and like redirected to something else and this game was released in 2016 so i mean it wasn't that long i mean like we played worse games that still have websites that are <laughs> yeah. still up somehow and uh and and like longer and i don't know how it just yeah they lost the domain name and you know and you know we're, we're usually the height of professionalism here on roll and move and we usually check the Wayback machine but we we did uh, we just didn't bother with this one um but but what i want to point out on the box before we break into the box i want to point out some of the things on the outside of the box they they use a lot of buzzwords on this box jeff i don't think i shared this with you but uh down here and, and i took the liberty of looking these up and Again, there's zero presence of this on the internet, but they have down here in the the bottom corner of the box, they have a hashtag, the hashtag Mission Critical Mars. They oh have the gosh. YouTube symbol, uh, the Instagram symbol, the, the Twitter. Crazy. Yeah. So you, I mean, you can tell it's, you know, it's a pretty recent game. They've got all the social yeah. media handles. Yeah. And then they also, what, what I, happened? what I really, really like is this is a, this is, and this is like the most roll and move, like quintessential move ever is they put... They put Steam on the box, okay? And so when you think of Steam <laughs> and, and games, I mean, wh- what does your mind go to? Uh, the video game service Steam <laughs> yeah, is one. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I, you know, I you know, because I had studied engineering, science, technology, engineering, art, and math comes up. Well, that, that is correct. That is, that is actually what they're gearing you for. Um, I thought maybe you would know, but I, I wasn't sure. But it, I'm, I'm sure that the, the common man goes out to find this game he sees steam on the side of the box i don't think he's gonna make the connection oh science technology engineering arts and math well see okay so here's the thing like 
usually when they people talk about steam or they talk about stem it's usually around education and like educational type things but this was by no means an educational (laughs) game like at all Uh, so i don't understand why they put that on there to be fair jeff we we'll have to get into that a little bit more as we break open the box but but i would agree i think for the most part this was not so much a um a, a great learning exercise in, on how to survive in space, which I, I think it could was the only thing it could have been. <laughs> Let's get into it. Hey, man, can I ask you a question? Please. What? What's in What's the box? In the box. Um, ladies and gentlemen, for your uh, again for your listening pleasure, we have the most important piece of this game, the command center. And this is going to bring you back to the days of Donald Trump, uh, the Apprentice board game. This is going to bring you back to the Amazing Race with with Phil Keegan speaking directly into your ear as you're watching the DVD board game. Or even Jack Bauer talking into your ear. We have the lovely command center here. Oof. Oh, you know what? (laughs) Apparently the batteries have already died. Uh, (laughs) Hey, uh, Tom cut this part out um let's see well okay i apologize there there is a command center this is this is an actual gaffe i i did not plan this the the, the command center actually worked in our game but it, the batteries have since died um right on cue uh okay so anyways what's hilarious is that garrett won't replace the batteries for the show no, because it's not no, worth it I'm, i would rather have three double it also it takes three double a batteries which is a really annoying oh, number it's the worst yeah. So I, I am not willing to go find three AA batteries, and, and moreover, I'm not willing to put them into this machine and draw some of the energy from them. But it's got a nice command center, and this is actually very similar in look to the the Apprentice command center, where you would place a card in, and it's got uh, basically just four buttons that you press. Uh, we'll come back to those, but basically... It's got a uh, slot for these emergency procedure cards. And these emergency procedure cards are just, there. it's got a little map and it's got a little code. And you go to the different parts of the spaceship, you input the little code, or you roll um, some dice, which we'll talk about later. And those go in there. The interesting part about the command center is there's no association uh, technologically with the cards and the command, command center itself. So in other words, you can put whatever card in the command center and it's not, it's not like it's reading it. You can, you know, it's, it's just waiting for you to and input a certain code. Um, and all the codes in this game are, are four digits. So, um, we also have, uh, some player ponds. We've got some player chips and then we have each player is going to have their own mat, uh, showing their health attributes, including hunger, stress, fatigue. And then on the backside of these nice character cards, you have your astronaut biography. Uh, so this game is for two to four players. And basically, each player takes on the role of an astronaut, which I'm super excited to talk about these astronauts. They've got some great they backstories. Some excellent backstories. Some some very well-vetted astronauts in our space program. Very, very apropos today. for the uh, critical mission. But yeah, as Garrett mentioned, you, you start on this board, right? Um, you have basically three different health tracks, one, with, uh, one in health, one in stress, and one in fatigue. Um, and your role to move to different uh, parts of the ship, and you have to roll another dice to make sure that you complete... Uh, said mission and as you roll around sometimes you might lose health or stress or, or fatigue depending on the color of the dice uh, when you roll it um, and there's ways to kind of get that back but in general you kind of resource uh, manage your resources there and you kind of have to get through as many 
of these different uh, these different tasks throughout the game. And what's the main goal, Garrett? How do you? The win? main goal is to survive till the end, and then complete the final Mars landing procedure. So of these cards, one of them is the Mars landing procedure, and you just have to complete that one. Now, now the kicker with the Mars or the kicker with all of these actually is that you have to have your health in a certain range in order to complete it. But the Mars landing procedure in particular, basically all three of your health attributes have to be completely topped off, fully topped off in the green. You can't have taken or you can't have any damage associated with your name. Um, so yeah, so basically the more missions you complete, the more time is added on to your landing procedure at the end of the game. Um, yep. Now what I will say is Jeff did an excellent job of explaining those rules in under, let's say three minutes. My first issue with this game is the rule book, which, which (laughs) is, uh, you know, not bad as far as amount of pages, it's eight pages, but each page is three columns. Okay. Big three Oof, columns. Three columns. And then I'm, yeah. I just want to read read to you a couple things here. Uh, so I'm going to look on page three here. It says, if a player rolls a yellow triangle, green triangle, or purple triangle on the movement die, they move normally on the board, and they move the health tracking token on that color health attribute one space closer to the red on their astronaut health card. And then I'm going to move to another part of the page here. Uh, on your turn, roll the movement die. If you roll a yellow die... Or sorry, a yellow triangle, a green triangle, or a purple triangle. You must move your health tracking token one space closer to the red. Okay, that's on page five. And then let me turn over here to page six. Each astronaut's health is defined by yellow square, green square, purple square. And if you roll a yellow triangle, green triangle, or purple triangle on the movement die, you must move the corresponding health tracker one space spot closer to the red so if there's one thing you shouldn't mess up in this game because i told you three different times and three different parts of the rule book is that guess what you roll the dice in that color you have to remove Dude, it's insane move your marker down it's one. absolutely insane and so you know normally normally when we're playing these games i, I choke through the rules by myself and uh and actually jeff i did this last time with rampage right i sat everybody else down and i made them go through the rules with me and you're mm-hmm. you're kind of here for me with the rules, and I'm just like, dude, I don't know what to like. I don't, I don't like. I had to pause the game at one point because, because like they hadn't explained. Well, because it, it just tells it, was like it tells me 500 times what the health is like, the different effects of rolling the die do. But it, it what it didn't tell. And the only place you can find this is so basically you have you always have two mission tasks up on the board at any given time, and it doesn't say that though. It just says start the game with your two cards up. And so the only place that you see that you should draw a new mission task card after you complete one is in the example of a turn, which is the final page of the rule book. And it's like crushed over to the side. And it's like step eight of the nine steps of example of a turn. Meanwhile, completing a mission is on page five. So, so, so four, four, yeah, four pages later, they tell you in the example, like that's how you do it. So, um, you know, I, this this certainly isn't specific to this board game. I think a lot of modern board games struggle with this, like getting their complicated rules and like putting like every single, you know, iteration of what can possibly happen. Every single on a scenario, turn. or yeah, yeah a lot, and a lot of games struggle yeah. with that. However, I think this game was, as kind of we explained, pretty simple. So I'm not I'm not really sure why they struggled to. What took so long? Yeah. Well, maybe. 
Maybe they thought they wouldn't, like, none of us would read the book and that people would go to that video, but then they forgot to pay the, the domain. <laughs> they forgot to pay the domain. Cost. And also, they repeated the the health portion of the, the, the die, you know, approximately 700 times. So, I think, again, big issues there. Let's talk about some of these astronauts, because I, th- I think that's going to be some of our, our favorite parts of this game are, are coming from the just the incredible intrigue and and. and and the, I mean, this is this is an Ameritrash game, right, Jeff? This is a hundred percent. Like I was role, you were role playing Sergey Komarov, and I was role playing Leslie Yang. And man, did we feel like astronauts up there, uh, heading straight. We felt like Matt Damon, lost on Mars. We felt like, <laughs> we felt like uh, Bruce Willis in Armageddon. Like Willis. We felt like Will Smith in in Independence mm-hmm. Day. No, I didn't feel like any of that, Garrett. You know why? Because we just spent the whole time <laughs> rolling a dice. Roll the dice, move to the place, and then my favorite. Roll did another did die. we talk about so to to pass the mission? You just roll this checkmark die, and you just keep rolling yep. it, and you just keep rolling it, and you just keep rolling it until you get a checkmark. So. This is a perfect roll and move game because it's literally all like literally all we did. Like I know some of the other games that we played are kind of a stretch for for the mm-hmm. title for our sure. namesake, but. This is literally all we did was we rolled and we moved and we rolled and we rolled. Yeah, and like Garrett said, to pass missions, you had to roll a dice. And okay, so six sides on a die. Two of them were check marks, so meant you passed the mission. Two of them were re rolls, so you could probably pass the mission See, again. See, that's where you're wrong. Three of them are re rolls. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Three of them are re rolls. <laughs> and then the last one was a fail. So you basically had a one in six chance to fail, and anything else was fine. You could just keep rolling until you got the right. fail. Um, and then if you're the last person to not have uh, completed your thing for like a for like an emergency situation. Even if you get a fail, you just keep re-rolling anyway. That's that's in the rules. So you just keep rolling. I mean, <laughs> like, Roll like it, it, and move. Um, yeah, we we got to retheme. I mean, I mean after this, I mean this is the the ultimate quintessential roll and move game. I think you're right. We need to change the podcast. We got to change all of our now. cover art mm-hmm. on the website to be this. Like <laughs> yeah, this we're is done. not. I've never played a game with more rolling and moving. Well, that's but it's true. incredible because. As I alluded to, they they really dive into the backstory of all the characters. Um, so we talked about each player gets their own player mat, and you all start off. It's got to start here on the uh, hunger, stress, and fatigue. And I go, oh, that's interesting. And then I look over at Jeff's little card. Oh, you've got the exact same stats as me, but that's weird. I'm the uh, I'm the science officer, and you're the engineer. Okay. Well, let me see. What are your your responsibilities? Science experiment, physician. Uh, you you got the sh- ship maintenance, the robotic arm operation. Oh, that's. But I've got the robotic arm mission card here. Okay, I've got the mission computer programming card. You've got secondary skills that's a medical, but I've got the medical card. Yeah, yeah. These these don't line up at all. No, you just you just uh, <laughs> you just. So you wait. You're telling me you just uh, shuffled these up, you handed them out, and uh, that's all. We got, you what, got you what you got. got. Yeah. And what Garrett's alluding to is um, certain times during during the countdown, the machine will tell you that there's some sort of emergency and uh, certain people will have the cards that will tell you what you need to do to solve that emergency or to, to complete that specific emergency or, or catastrophic event or whatever. But yeah, it, there's no rhyme or reason as to who owns what what event or the keys to solving that event they just kind of again like garrett said they kind of shuffle them up randomly and just i mean that's in the instructions you you evenly distribute them as best you can and i think there's 16 of them so for two players you each get eight and for three players Mm -hmm. five 
or six, and then for four players, everybody gets four. Um, but yeah, like they, they don't have an assigned deck. I, you know, I, I think of um, games like there's a, I think in the Android universe, there's the infiltration game, and they have different thieves that are mm-hmm. going in, and and functionally everybody can do the same thing and, and really the only thing that sets those characters apart is there's some rules that are like you know if you want to add you know like if you want to be this character you should start with these items right which they could have easily done yep. in this board game or like if you want to be the pilot you need to have all the navigation systems or if you're the medical officer you're you're on this part of the ship but they just don't do that they're just like nah you everybody take whatever and then here is a four page uh four page paper on the backstory of your character so let's talk about our before you jump okay, into that sorry. i want to say like e- even even if they had said like whoever the medical expert was got medical type ca- catastrophes to solve mm-hmm. like it in the end it didn't matter because i think what they're trying to do in this game was similar to like space team and space alert yeah. where um people had the tools to fix certain problems but in this case all it was was I just had to call it out like, hey, I've got this one. It didn't take that much time at right, all. So. Right, And then you just go to the room and then you roll a check mark on your die. Like it's not, it's exactly. not like. It's not like I, it's not like the engineer has to be in the engineering room or the control room to do certain sure. things. Or like keep talking and nobody explodes where like I'm trying to describe something to you to get you to do something while you're in that room while simultaneously you're trying to de- describe something to me to get me to do something in my room, you know. It's exactly. Just ro- get to that room and then roll the check mark. Yeah. To- totally. Yep. Good point. Good point. Thanks for thanks for stopping me there. Um, but yeah, what I what I what I've really wanted to talk about <laughs> because we some of the some of the research we I I sent Jeff down on is uh is our favorite everybody's favorite astronaut Karen Washington. Um, and let me just tell you about Karen Karen Washington. She is the commander of the mission critical Mars. I don't know. I don't I don't know what our spaceship's called. What do we, what do we call our spaceship, Jeff? Let's call it the, let's call it the three P. All right. Well, Karen here is the team leader. Um, her skills include engineering, piloting, and navigation. She went to West Point, of course. But after graduating from West Point, she decided to get her PhD in engineering, and she went to the great illustrious. illustrious I mean, when I think of engineering, I think of Tulane University. Karen Washington, PhD in engineering, Tulane University. Leading the mission to Mars. The best astronaut we got for NASA, Karen Washington. We're going to upset our PhD in engineering. One, our one Tulane student <laughs> listener here. But yeah. A little side note for you, Jeff. If, if I don't come back on the podcast, it's because I, I know a great number of people in uh, Kat's family that, that went to Tulane. So, um, <laughs> cat, cat, my Whoops. cat, my fiance, who I'm marrying in three months exactly, is uh, is is from her, most of her family's from New Orleans. So, uh, Jeff, I know you know quite a bit about school rankings, right? I do. Have know them like the back of my <laughs> hand. <laughs> go ahead and uh, go ahead and tell me Tulane University. Uh, that is what top ten, top top five. Uh, hold on, let me. Let me click to the next page here. Top 15? Well, Top 20? Let me just... Hold on. Let's just keep going here. Top 40. It's uh, it's tied for 107th. Are you kidding me? 107th. It's tied for 107th for best graduate engineering <laughs> schools. At least in twenty. At least in 2016 when the game was released. I don't know. Let me. I can look at. I can look at what it is today to see if it's improved. Uh, well, okay. So here, here's my thinking. Let's see. She saw. She saw Sally Ride become the first American woman to go to outer space in 1983. 
So let's say best case scenario, she was zero when that happened, and so she went to college in in 1990. Um, I <laughs> she was zero when that happened. She's like, I, I remember when Sally went up <laughs> on that ship. That could be me. Um, I I think Tulane's engineering program didn't start to like the early 2000s so i mean i can only assume it's gone up in that time right like it didn't start off the cream of the crop i'm not gonna have you look that up but i'm already looking it up so uh i couldn't find what the ranking was for undergraduate engineering and wayback machine because i had to pay for something and i'm not going to pay for something that doesn't exist anymore anyways so uh the, the undergraduate ranking uh is now tied for 104th for the graduate schools ranking for best engineering schools it's now tied for 106 so in the three years <laughs> this game has gone out it is it has gone up a hefty one okay so rank. so we're gonna assume steady progression so at the time of her going to school <laughs> uh they were ranked 110th so, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling all that confident, Jeff, as we are. Uh... Hey man, like sometimes you gotta be the big fish in a small pond, you know, it, it, like, that's very don't true. you like being the smartest kid in that's, the room sometimes, you know, like it, that could have been it. Yeah, no, when I, when I was uh, a senior taking the sophomore health class, that's, that's how I felt. And I, uh, <laughs> I was the only, I was the only kid that got to be captain in the PE basketball team. Cause I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> um, and maybe, and maybe this is a little bit of foreshadowing because uh, we didn't find out how inept our captain was. So actually, yeah, a little insight into the game. We played on the easiest setting, and uh, Jeff, we only failed what two missions? I think we went through nine or ten missions. I think there's a total of like roughly fifteen mm-hmm. or so. Yeah. yeah, no, I think you're right. And we failed. Yeah, we did fail two. We failed. T- I, I got them here. We failed two missions. Um, unfortunately for us, one of the two we failed was the martyr's landing procedure, which is the uh, unfortunately the losing condition of the, the mission yes. <laughs> like, that's right that's how you win the game yeah so basically all these missions just add time to your final mission and and we thought we were doing excellent right yeah we thought we were just crushing the game so we were we spent the last i don't know what fifth of the game maybe just like healing up just like just in case going to the gym working out getting rid of that stress going to the, going to the galley eating some nice slop. eating my weight in astronaut ice cream I was I was feeling good. I was feeling really good. I was pretty sure I was like hands uh-huh. down. If you had to give me, if I had to give you a number or percentage of the chances that we were going to win, probably have ourselves in the numbers. I, I felt great, Jeff. And I, and on top of this, we I mean again I'd probably have ourselves in the two lane one. We selected as avid gamers. We selected the easy setting just because we wanted to blow through this and bring this wonderful podcast to your ears. We selected easy we get to the final mission it starts we see that we have to be in the green we're, we're both uh we're both i think we had two i think we're missing yeah like one or two yeah we each take a turn to uh to level up our stress and then after that we start moving to the uh to the to the lander to land on mars and i think we each took two turns so this is about 15 seconds into the mission it, it just goes Wah. Mars landing procedure failed. Game over. <laughs> so I, we were it was so literally, just... yeah, it was literally, it told us that we were starting this mission. We're like, okay, cool. Let's go over yeah. there. We, in my mind, we've done 10 of these. We probably have a solid, like a solid yeah. minute, you know, and we have a minute to heal yeah. up. Gives you, gives you, it's on easy. It gives mode. you 10 seconds for each mission there. you complete. We'll be fine. There's no, no we're problem. Gonna, we're going to go over there. We're going to strap ourselves in, in the landing module you know, we're going to put it in autopilot. We're going to check the rear view mirror. We're going to make sure that the bugs are off the screens. And all of a sudden, 
It tells us that we didn't I did land. not have the sense of urgency I needed to to get over there. Me neither, <laughs> man. Was, I, I was just like, what? what? Like, it just completely threw me for a loop. I mean, also, like, everything else up to that point, like I said, we'd only failed one thing before that, and that we had gotten some really bad rolls on that. I think we had, like, three yeah. or four um, exits. It was, it was, a, it was a pretty casual pace up until then, so I'm... I, yeah, I was completely taken for a loop on that, but uh, it was pretty funny. <laughs> it was it was hilarious. Like I was very sure we we're gonna win. Felt pretty pretty confident, and then uh, and we lost on easy. Yeah. So and and it is what it is. and I guess to its credit, you know the the command center kind of has this like if you if you've played Space Alert, there's just that that tension filled pulsating boop boop boop, you know, going the entire time. Um, mm-hmm. And this has that, and so you know I was. You know, I felt like I needed to be moving quickly um, for most of it, but it, but like by the end of it, I felt like okay, no, I just need to calm down and just like roll and and not knock any pieces over, and and everything will be fine. Yeah, we got this. Lulled me into this false sense of security. So I'm I'm a little I'm a little butthurt about that. I'm pretty butthurt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, any any other thoughts on the uh, on the playthrough, Jeff, or uh, do you want to jump into some reviews? Yeah, I think uh, like. <laughs> I will say what's really funny is, uh, you know, obviously we play these games over over video conference yeah. and uh, and Garrett basically like there's nothing really for me to do in the game. Like I could I, all I really all I really was able to do is say Garrett go in this direction or not. But a lot of times there's only one real good choice and all Garrett was doing like 90 percent of the time Garrett's hand was rolling a dice. Like it was just constantly rolling a dice and the other hand was moving. So there's nothing for me Which to should do have been in our favor. But, you know. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing. Like, there literally was zero downtime in between moves. Garrett was just so hyper efficient, and even the times that we had to do like some of our missions. Yeah. Uh, the only task that I had was to read off that I had that mission, so he can search my my stack of mission cards. Uh-huh. So like, there's literally nothing that we could have done faster or better, uh, in my mind at least. And I, I have no idea how people could especially win on easy. Yeah. 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 I I I, I totally agree. Um, so yeah. too does Deustein from Decatur, Georgia. I was just there. Hey, shout out to Decatur. Decatur. Uh, he said he gave this game a six out of ten. This game is nearly impossible to beat, but it's chaotic and fun. Yeah, it's it is nearly impossible to beat, especially on easy. I wouldn't call it chaotic except for the last fifteen seconds, which is the most critical part of the game. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm to be fair. Again, like you said, we're playing it over webcam, so I was doing everything. I mean, so add in where I'm. Pass, I'm th- chucking the dice at you. I'm uh, tossing the command center over to you. You know, you know, like when you're playing uh, catchphrase with the little the electronic, yeah, the electronic catchphrase, and it's a. But do the rules say that I have to punch no, it in? No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> but but you know, maybe I don't know. I'm trying. <laughs> I think you're giving it too much credit, man. Like I, I there's a lot of good. I, I will say there's a lot of good in this game. Like I, you know, I, a couple minor tweaks, and I really would have enjoyed it. Yeah. But the things that they did to make it unwinnable was just like almost egregious. Yeah. So another, uh, it's funny. Like there's not again. This is a kind of a, a I won't I won't even call it a diamond in the rough. It's just a just a rock in the rough. Yeah. But it's uh, no one it. one of the another review here just says it's a fast paced game. That's uh, to say the least. It was a fast paced game. It, well, right at the end. That, but also it just took at the 20 end. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. To read to read through. That's all we. That's all I got for reviews, man. Like, there's not. That I found. One, I, well, I did find one more by Spoon M, and he is apparently the only person that left a very detailed review on Board Game Geek. And um, I'm not going to read most of his review, but he, but he did give a uh, excerpt of the quotes that were going on uh, throughout his 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 family. I, apparently, he was playing with his kids, and his wife just closes the door. 
Um, but he just goes, okay, I'm in position. I'm attempting my task. Crap, re-rolling. Crap, re-rolling. Crap, re-rolling. Success, which is literally <laughs> because, you know, half the time you roll a re-roll, and then the other time you, you just roll a check, and you're like, okay, I got it. Oh, no, I just rolled an orange, and now my hunger is too high to complete the task. Okay, then you go do task three, and I can do task one. Computer, beep, beep. I'm heading to the cockpit now, Daddy. Where's the task dice? Where's the ta task dice? Computer, beep, beep. Crisis failed. Uh, I, I mean, I think that pretty accurately summarizes exactly what uh, Jeff and I just went through. So, uh, you know, if you if you need a nice, accurate, succinct summary of the game, go read Spoon M's review. Uh, he gave it a 7 out of 10. If you want to read a succinct version of that, just read the line where it says, Computer, beep, beep, crisis <laughs> failed. That, that's all you need to read because it's going to be literally the same thing that happens to everybody that yeah. plays this game. I will be impressed. Like... I will say I'm gonna put a put out a challenge for listeners. If anyone can, if anyone wants to buy this game, uh, and can beat the game on camera for us, <laughs> I would be I would be very impressed. And we will definitely bring you. They on got the they got to play the whole thing. We got to know they're not just. You have to in play the Lander. whole. Yeah, it has to be a 15 minute video or whatever. It can be uneasy. Sure. I don't mind that. It, it, well, the other thing easy. too is like you can just tell the computer that you beat it because the only thing you do to to beat it is just punch, just in, punch the, in the numbers. The code. And the yeah. code's the easiest code. It's a a a a a. Um, anyway, oh, w one thing we forgot to talk about, Jeff, is the uh, the educational portion of this game. Um, I forgot to bring this up, but on the back of every single emergency procedure card is a nice factoid a la fishing camp. I'll just read my favorite from the Mars landing procedure here. Um, did you know when humans land on Mars, they will need a lot of equipment to survive? Ladies and gentlemen, that has been <laughs> Critical Mission Mars. Um, Jeff, what do you give this game? Okay, so there's a lot of stuff that I like about the game, and I, I, I get that it's tiered towards the younger crowd. Um, you know, and it's it's in the flavor of Space Team and Space Lore where you kind of have to, like, struggle, and there's things that's happening. But the parts that you're supposed to struggle, like in, in the other games where you're kind of shouting over each other or you're trying to, you know, pass resources, or it's uh, there's a lot around communication. In this game, it wasn't that way at all. I mean, you and me probably have as hard of a time of communicating as we can. We're not in the same place. Um, it just seemed like like a lot of the mechanics fell short and mm -hmm. the challenges weren't very challenging except for when it all of a sudden was very challenging. <laughs> like they, they didn't balance the game out. If it was equally challenging throughout, I would have understood. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of like the gimmick of, uh, you know, I think I talked about this for the um, apprentice game too, but having the machine kind of read out, you know, um, different phases of the game and kind of take you through this. Like you, you can kind of imagine you're floating through space and heading towards Mars. I think that's kind of neat. Um, and we, I, you know, it's kind of gimmicky in some ways. You definitely don't normally see that in 2016, uh, but I really appreciated that they did this in this game, especially for the for the crowd that they're looking after. <clears throat> um, I like that there was some sort of health management here. Um, so is there something else to kind of think about as you're floating around? Uh, movement was definitely the hardest part of the game, yeah. right, uh, Gary? Yeah, I sure. think just like understanding or knowing wh where you needed to <laughs> because, be or what you because like, strangely that's what hurts you in the game. Like that's the only way you get yeah. hurt in the game is by moving. But yeah. yeah. And you could just not move uh, and hope that everything kind of falls in place. But yeah, I think um, I, if they had just fixed, like if you got actually got real um, tangible time or enough time as you're completing missions to be able to, to do the Mars landing, that would have been awesome. Um, I, I liked that. Uh, I like that you felt like you're kind of moving around and doing different tasks, although the tasks themselves, again, weren't, weren't that great. Um, and I, I just what all, what also bothers me is that they called it a Steam game. Right? <laughs> piece to it at all. I think that was really really strange. I don't know. So, you, you don't like that fact? We're gonna need a lot of equipment I, to survive on Mars. 
Uh, no, like what? it's not teaching me a single That's thing. A pretty good fact. Um, I'm gonna rate it similar to Fishing Camp. Uh, like I'm gonna, but probably a little bit worse. Like I'm just, I think I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. Like I think, I think it could have been really solid. Like yeah. I, I liked a lot of the aspects of the game, but they, sure. there were parts that were really egregious, and I, I didn't. I love the connections we draw to games sometimes, like Mission Critical Mars and and Fish Fishing Camp. Um, fishing yeah. Camp. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much agree with you on all those points. I think where they really, really went wrong is gearing this towards children, and then just that cliff they push you off on the end like they have this nice yeah. gentle ascension up to the top and then you're just like screw you and they just push you like you're dead and it's yeah. over and you're like what the heck just happened kind of like with the apprentice where i would enjoy spending my time post the roll and move recording would be kind of playing around with the uh command center itself and figuring out like i could theoretically just punch in all the codes and say that i passed every mission and see how much time it adds to the final mission just to kind of see what that would do for me. So, and, and I would get, I don't know, about 30 minutes of enjoyment out of that. I, I had about an hour and uh, 15 minutes of enjoyment with that on the apprentice, just figuring out exactly what I could do with that. Um, so, you know, not as good, not as good replay value on this. Um, <laughs> and then the, just, I, I totally agree with you as far as an educational game goes, this is just not, an educational game. It doesn't teach you math. It doesn't teach you science. It doesn't teach you physics or science. It, it doesn't you, teach you anything. It teaches you it roll and move. I don't know move. why they said Steam. And a better game to teach you roll and move is, uh, you know, sorry. Or, or, it's like saying AVP, the AVP dice game, would, would have been a Steam game. Like, I don't know. Our stranger That game at least teaches subtraction. Game. This game, no. <laughs> yeah, there's none there's none of that in here at, at all whatsoever this game like, is roll and move at its stop. core no i i think this game was a uh, pretty big failure for what it was trying to do and i also the rules were pretty atrocious so i'm, I'm gonna go a little bit lower than you i think um as far as positives i th- I, I do think it has really nice components it's got a nice board which we didn't really talk about um and you know it's got a nice little tray insert but oh yeah the insert was yeah nice. all of that's just superfluous it's it, like you know, yeah. all that you can get I, around. And, if you gave it to me in a bag, sure. I, sure. I should be a good able to game. game. It's a good yeah. game. Um, I'm going to give this a two. Jeff, you have been the subject of a couple episodes now where you were not able to partake, and you sub- subsequently gave amazing or terrible reviews. So I'm going to let you do the <laughs> honors. Um, Thomas, I believe, probably just texted you his review of this game. So if you just want to go ahead and uh, tell us Thomas's thoughts. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, just looking at looking at what he texted me here, he oddly said that, you know, he wanted me to rate this game based on a previous space or alien-themed game and mm. wanted to take the same factor of whatever I had to what he had. Oh, okay. So I'm looking at Alien Hotshots here. I scored it a 0.5, and he scored it a 2, which is four times Ooh, as much man. as I scored it. Uh, four times is actually over our limit here. Uh, That's okay. So I'll love <laughs> All right. Okay. So three and a half. Let me just crunch the numbers here. I don't know why Thomas didn't just send me. The, the, he gave you the, very specific. Oh, you know, yeah. we can't blame him. He's not an engineer. He get, well, he scored a fourteen. Ooh, <laughs> big fourteen. And that's pretty good. I mean, like if you think about Tulane, they're over a hundred as well. <laughs> so it's it's a pretty solid score, I think, in this case. That's a that's a excellent point. Incredibly, that brings this is actually going to be one of the uh, one of the. One of our highest. Well, no, I was gonna say it's one of the one of the games where we're most in alignment with Board Game Geek. That brings us to a six point five rough draft boys average. That's crazy. That's crazy that we had to go over our max limit <laughs> to even get us kind of close to what BGG. Had yeah, they give it a six point seven. Yeah, which is insane, right? 
Now, to be fair, there's only eight ratings on this. But the eight people that rated it, you know, there's a, a 10. Shame on you. There's a 10. And then there's just a bunch of sixes and sevens, which... Uh, but why? Like, I don't... It's not, I wouldn't have even rated it anywhere near that. I don't know. Like, uh, to give you some perspective, the game space team, the card game space yeah. team, which I think is a nice, quick, you know, 10-minute yeah. play, is a 6.7. And then Space Alert is a 7.2. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think it's anywhere within a point of Space Alert or a space team? No. And, and again, I mean, I think we have to go back to looking at what it's trying to accomplish and who it's trying to accomplish that for and again i think it fails on those like you know because like it's not the same as those games but like it's yeah. aimed at eight-year-olds and like it's it, this game would be like can you imagine sitting four eight-year-olds down to play this without an adult around and like having them succeed i think like <laughs> i think it would like I, I agree with you i think if if the end mission was like a minute or two minutes like i think it would have been on easy like we were on easy and we had 30 seconds to beat it like exactly yeah Yeah. um yeah i just i think no there's like it just does not do what it's intending to do and yeah i I think it falls flat shame on you board game geek shame on you shame yeah i mean any other wrap closing points wrap this bad boy up or uh we ready to blast off and get on out of here uh, Elon Musk, if you want to uh, come on the show and talk about um, why you made us go on this adventure, I would love to hear your thoughts. You can tweet at us at Rough Draft Games uh, on Twitter. Uh, Tom, I know you're out of the company now, um, but we still have the same email address if you need to get get in. Actually, we have a spot open up password. on the board. I was just saying, uh, if you need the password, to all over the <laughs> if accounts, you need the you password, email yeah. us. <laughs> and we got a spot open up on the board, the Rough Draft Games board. Uh, just shoot us an email, roughdraftgames@gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to come check out some of our other space theme games just like space alert and space team uh we have thematic posts um, on our website roughdraftgames.com you can check out other episodes of the podcast roll and move and lastly you can come check out our other out of this world game all rise which is about uh courtroom debates and um you know putting together wacky evidence cards and cases together to to prove a point in the debate and unfortunately you can't give us 14 stars but we'll take five we're just asking for five stars uh itunes would be great that really helps us out with their algorithms their their computer science degrees that that this the steam rank stuff all, all, yeah, this, right this the steam <laughs> meta you know just five stars that's all we're asking for we don't need the 14 thank you so much for bearing with us as uh, i hosted um i know thomas normally does the duties but uh you know sometimes we get we gotta apple we gotta we gotta kick a guy out he's gotta give a really great score and uh suffer the consequences sometimes you get folks from tulane trying to commandeer ships to mars and then you immediately <laughs> crash so i mean it is what it is well unfortunately guys um we have just taken over the 104 ranked best podcast of all times we're gonna go celebrate um until next time 